Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com forward slash credit card. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Missed you guys, man. Yeah, right. I did. Who's you guys? I mean, what do you mean? You. You. Lee DeLapp. Lee wasn't here. The listeners. Okay, that's Edmund fair. Garcia. Yeah, that's fair. He yeah. was here. Edmund was here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, some of us was working. Huh? Yeah, Edmund. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, listen, man, He's giving us away. Wow, it's all right. Well, some of y'all were, you know, you know, doing whatever you were doing. Oh, come on. Some of us were here, you know, trying to make sure this uh, this fair hair show uh, continues to to grow and do well. So. Yeah, thanks for coming back. Hey, man, it's the least I could do. Nice, you know? nice to hear your voice, man. Yeah, you know, it's the least I could do. Yeah, I know? guess just, you know, <laughs> you know, when the big ballers are around, you know, I just you know the B group dudes, you know, we we got to try to do our best, you know, keep things afloat. You're not a B group guy to me, though. A group, first class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Arrington. Oh, <laughs> your last name starts with an A. That's why you're an A group. By the way, I think you and I might have been near each other, and we didn't know. Were you in San Diego? Yes. Yeah, I was there too. Hmm. Yeah. I was at the safari. I went to the zoo. Yeah, we were close. How about us? How about that? Yeah. Can't oh. keep us away. And then I was at work. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, okay. I was working too. There's a bunch of kids with us. Oh, all right. There was a lot of work there. Well, I mean, I had a bunch of kids with me too. Yeah. Well, listen. All mine. Yeah, I, well, that definitely wasn't the case here. Uh, there, there was a lot going on. Uh, but nonetheless, it is uh, it is fun uh, to be back. You feel my bitterness? Uh, you, you feel it? Yes. Okay, good. So, Did you uh, get it off your chest? That's almost gone. Okay. You know, it's almost gone. Wait till Q gets back. Wait till, th- wait till oh, I hey, give him his something. hard time. Hey, you know what we're going to do? Just lay back the first segment and let yeah, him just go. Just let him go. <laughs> the first segment? And then just how, yell. How, how about first show? Just yell from the back, Pennington Reed, <laughs> and make him do all the work. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, first, we'll, uh, first show back. He's doing the whole show. Whole show. The whole entire show. Ins and outs, teases. Welcome back into the show. 
Take it, Q. Yep. Yeah, there you go. And then you and I will have ribs. Yeah. We'll just eat. You didn't try any of them, though, so. You didn't let me have any. I tried to. I, on the way out, Lavar no. literally grabbed it and said, no. "You lost your chance." Kiss my ass and told me to walk out the front door with no ribs. No, so no. very, very unfortunate. Very but, untrue. Uh, it is. Uh, we are back here and we're going to have some fun. And again, it's a three-hour extravaganza, and the three-hour extravaganza starts in just the perfect way possible for the National Football League. This is just a wonderful story. Finally, we got something here. A gambling scandal. (laughs) Matt Rebikowski, and if I screwed his name up, I apologize, of SportsHandle.com. He says, and he reported on this, that the NFL is investigating a Colts player for gambling. Uh Now. ESPN was reporting yesterday that the player involved is cornerback slash kick returner Isaiah Rogers. Uh oh. And then Isaiah Rogers himself confirmed, yes, it's me that may have a gambling problem. Uh oh. And so here is the details of this report. Uh, according to ESPN and against again sportshandle.com who are all over this and did a great job on it the sports betting account was opened under the name of an associate of Rogers there were approximately a hundred bets placed with the account including on Colts games most of the bets were in the 25 to fifty dollar range but at least one was a four-figure bet. Now, the statement from Isaiah Rogers himself on social media said the following, quote, addressing the current reports, I want to take full responsibility for my actions. I know I have made mistakes and I am willing to do whatever it takes to repair the situation. The last thing I ever wanted to do was to be a distraction to the Colts organization, my coaches and my teammates. I've let people down that I care about. I made an error in judgment and I'm going to work hard to make sure that those mistakes are rectified through the process. It's an honor to play in the NFL and I have never taken that lightly I am very sorry for all of this end of statement from Isaiah Rogers so it's the second time a Rogers has been in the news this offseason one is now a jet and the other one apparently is uh is on the set of casino just making making bets placing wagers this now now we're talking okay Enough of this rinky-dink 17 parlay stories. Enough of these college football bets that guys got popped for. Nah, this dude is gambling. He's in it to, to win it. In it to win it. Don't sound like he's betting that much, though. 25 to 50 bucks for me? That's not a lot of money. <laughs> that I would shut the lights off for three hours to make sure I had enough money in the account. Oh, my gosh. To Jones, try and get a bet on. in. I know what you make. Okay, uh, But here's here's the part that I would like to point out here. First of all, I blame the NFL. I think the NFL, and we could say, look, you got to be accountable for your actions, and I get all that. But the NFL has some fault in this as well, too, because the NFL wanted to get in the gambling world because the NFL saw all the money that they could be making and realized, oh, let's get into it. And they didn't do a good enough job buttoning up what could be the potential pitfalls for some of these players who now have access to a gambling account and don't realize, hey, uh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe this is a bad look. Maybe this is illegal. Maybe I should read instructions and read the warnings and all the other things that come along with us accepting this into our league from the Players Association, et cetera, et cetera. So I blame the NFL in that regard. 
Here's also why I blame the National Football League for Isaiah Rogers getting popped for placing 100 bets, some of which may have been on the Colts reportedly and one four-figure bet. He is also a kick returner. And with what they've done to kickoffs. $1,000. Yeah. In the thousand. I mean, if, if what they've done to kickoffs is any indication as to how they care about the position and he's what's going to happen. He's trying to supplement his income. Yeah, he's trying to make some money on the side. He's so stupid. Okay, so the NFL deserves full responsibility and full blame for what happened here with Isaiah Rogers. Okay, because now what you have done to kickoffs, you've eliminated a great just a positional uh, a, a position in the league something that's got value you've eliminated something that lets everybody know hey the game's underway the game's starting they're trying to take that away from everybody and now this guy's trying to make a little bit extra cash on the side they've crippled one of the great moments in the NFL and now you've got guys who have to open up gambling accounts to try and make ends meet I blame the NFL no suspension for Isaiah Rogers here wow what a great rant there. You right. like that? Great rant. <laughs> you know, a, great rant. I mean, that was a great rant. I'm, t- I'm trying to defend the guy here. Let me, let me ask you this. He, you said he did it in second person, like a second party. Yeah, he had a, an associate do it. Okay, so my first question is, what what flagged? If he had an associate doing it, what was flagged? Because I sure enough said use an associate. So yeah. let's start there. How was he flagged for doing this through an associate? I That we are waiting to find out the details on. Okay, because there has to be something here where it was egregious enough for an investigation to be started, especially if a dude is betting 25 and $50. Yeah. Like there's got to be something more to it than 25 and $50 and maybe a few or one that was $1,000, uh, over $1,000. And, and the way the story came out, because remember we were here because when you had the players who got popped from the Lions and from the Commanders, and then this report came out like last week that the NFL was investigating another gambling scandal, and we didn't get the details. And then the way this story came out, oh, it's a Colts player. We think we know who the player is. And then the player comes out without getting any of the details out on the story to defend himself. This feels like, in all seriousness, that this one's a little bit more severe than maybe the Calvin Ridley and some of these other uh, gambling stories have been with the NFL. But again, I'm trying to understand how is it more, how is it more serious? Like if you're if you're betting fifty dollars every week on the Colts, is that what makes it serious in nature? What what makes because to me. The amount is so minuscule. Like, are you saying, okay, this is maybe he's done that under over multiple accounts, multiple people, multiple other second party people? What makes this? And, and listen, gambling on on your own team is is like you're a degenerate. Like I don't care if it's five dollars, you're a degenerate. If you're if you're dumb enough, even five bucks. If you're dumb enough to bet on your <laughs> okay. own team, you're dumb. Like you are like let's just start there. You are a dummy. Um but with that being said, if that's the case, if that's what if that's what this investigation is, again, I just want to understand 
what like that's not enough money where you'd be like there's no way this second party would have been able to to make this bet so how do you create a correlation between Isaiah Rogers and the second party for gambling what triggered this off? Yeah. What made this matter? That's what I really want to know. It could be, and and this is all speculation, because I think as the way this story is gone, we're going to get more of the details that come out throughout the next few days, and this will open up another avenue or another pathway to how players can possibly bet. But I think what's my guess would be that they somehow – talked with that maybe there was an IP, an address that was used or maybe there was an email account associated to it but whatever the case may be dumb. i think the the That's worst dumb. the the worst case scenario for the NFL in this story is if it got flagged because this person was making bets on certain aspects of a Colts game that were that, that only directly you, impacted by him that only you know if you've got intel on the team yeah that's where this could get ugly for the NFL. But you've been on this from the start. Why are you doing it yourself? I mean, it's dumb. The Chris Carter fall guy thing does apply here. If you really want to get a bet in, find somebody else to do it, and now somebody else did it, and so you wait to you wait to see whether or not somebody shot their mouth off, a teammate reported it to somebody, the Colts have already acknowledged that they are, you know, aware of the investigation and they're going to be looking into it. But this is where the NFL opened this whole thing up and opened up this world to the league without really doing their due diligence to find out, hey, this is where this could be a problem. This is what guys could do if this were the case. And a lot of these guys, I I truly don't believe that a lot of these guys realize that they're doing anything wrong. I truly believe that. Like Calvin Ridley bet on some Falcons games, and but the way he did it were parlays. And I could see Calvin Ridley saying to himself, listen, I'm sitting at home. I'm trying to get my my head together. I got a lot of stuff going on in my life. There's NFL oh, Let me take on. a break from life and go well, ahead and just throw a little gamble down, a little parlay down. But when you when you place a that's parlay. Bogus. That's, that's, a, that's bogus, but, man. But when you place a parlay, you go on to your gambling app, and anybody listening to this knows what I'm talking about. You go on to your gambling app. And you go, all right, so who's playing this week? I like, uh, okay, I like the I like the Lions here. Oh, my Falcons are playing. I definitely think they're going to win. I like this team, this team, this team. You make a bunch of bets, and then you bet the parlay, and they all need to hit in order for you to win. To me, that doesn't feel as drastic as at least 100 different bets from an account. Yes, only 25 to $50, but one in the four-figure range, and – without a doubt, on your own team, that feels a lot worse than somebody going on saying, yeah, I think these seven teams are going to win in this bet in, in, in this week, and, and this is my pick for the week. Like that, This feels like it's got a little darker vibe to it that's been attached to it. I mean, the, with the, moment, way it come the out. moment they said he was betting on his own team, that's, that's, that's the red flag. That's the all-the-way red flag because you can draw whatever conclusion you'd like to draw from it. Like that's that's really what it comes down to. What the details of it is, how it was flagged, I would like to know. 
I would that to me is the juiciest part of this story because it's not enough money involved for it to really matter. It's not like this dude was clocking clocking cash like he was making six figure, you know, bets on on games that he was playing in. Like that's he's a six round draft pick. Um he probably doesn't have very much money. And in the final year of uh, his four-year deal, he probably doesn't have very much money. And and so in the end, what triggered this? What what stimulated? What 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 set off the alarm to go investigate a twenty-five fifty-dollar betting dude? And now it becomes an investigation. Now it becomes public domain. Now it's being discussed over media platforms and and people are left to try to draw conclusions what what was the reasoning behind this for such small bets that's what i would like to know because yeah. there's something more here yeah it feels and, like it and maybe maybe the more here is it wasn't more other than if he got away with doing it other guys might start doing bigger bets on their own teams if if somebody out there has found the loophole and is making money off of making bets on their own team. The NFL could be, you know, if they get caught up, that that could be a very, very bad look. I mean, we've had that conversation multiple times on this show. That could be a bad look. If somebody thinks that they can start making those types of bets and and be able to get away with it and find figure out the loophole, then – the NFL runs the risk of having a serious situation. So maybe that's the reason why. Maybe it's just as simple as that, is that you're talking about a guy that wasn't egregious in the amount of money that he was spending on these bets, but nonetheless he was betting on his own team. And that that in itself, in nature, like it's serious in nature to be betting on, on the NFL and you're in the NFL – it's crazy, dumb, stupid, ridiculously boneheaded to be betting. I don't care a dollar on your on the team that you play on. That's what's bad. That's what's really bad. And by the way, if you are an NFL player and you want to play some bets, it's dude. Just let me do it for you. I mean, come on, like, let let me do it for you because I could use a win. All right, I could use any sort of win that I could get. So if you've got intel on your own team, just hit me up and I'll place the bet for you if that's the way this has got to work. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, let, it's let, probably, let me take care You know, the more I keep thinking about it, if you start getting into betting money and stuff like that, I mean, who's to say that you give that money to somebody to bet for you and they don't keep it and then hold it over your head? Like, look here, man. You're risking your career for this. I mean, do you want me to snitch? Yeah. You want me to turn you in? Like, just take this L. I'm gonna take this 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 five million dollars that you made, and uh, we just gonna keep it moving. What what if it comes out that he started betting against the Colts the second Jeff Saturday took over as head coach? Then he then should get happened? he he should get a a break. <laughs> yeah, he should he should get a year extension. He should get a warning. Two year extension. Yeah, he should get a warning. Try to tell you guys, I opened up a gambling account for this. Everybody was betting against the Colts except me. <laughs> I mean, they won the first game. Yes, he did. That was um, it. He, he, he went on vacation after that. <laughs> I was like, hey, I got to win as a coach, and uh, I'm good here. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Chews and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. So the NFL's got a problem. What is it? And HBO's got a problem. What is it? And nobody wants to do hard knocks. Hmm. 
You know, like nobody's uh, it's run its course. Yeah, just, you know, teams are trying to avoid having to be a part of hard knocks. They're trying to get out of being part of hard knocks. And this is normally, uh, you know, they start, you know, letting everybody know which team is coming up and we all get excited for it. And man, this is going to be great. And they do the little previews. And look, it's nothing against HBO. Everything HBO does is well done, except for the show Luck. I don't know if you ever saw that show Luck nope, by HBO. Never seen it, it. It was a horse racing movie, and I just didn't think it was all that accurate because there wasn't a death every 10 minutes mm. uh, via horse. But point being, that show was a little bit rough. But HBO, everything they touch is usually pretty fantastic. Uh, HBO boxing was always well done. It was. Uh, I actually think. 24-7 was on HBO, yes. wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. 24-7. Th- Isn't that where Game of Thrones is not? Is that HBO? HBO? Yeah, it is. Damn. Yeah. Um, 24-7 is what where Hard Knocks kind of came from, yeah. right? It yeah. was the reality show. Floyd Mayweather got followed around. I think it was against De La Hoya. It was everybody. Yeah, and it, then, like uh, he did it with everybody, and it was it was must see. T- it was appointment TV to and, see and, Floyd's twenty fours. And then they did twenty four seven for for every big fight that they had coming up, yeah. and it, it was just really then, really well. And then done. Larry Merchant offended uh, offended Floyd, and then he left and went to Showtime. Yeah, twenty four seven disappeared. I think Tyson also left HBO and went to Showtime at one point in his career. And they was doing specials like that on Tyson. It's um. I actually here's tell me if you think I'm crazy. Okay, you you are crazy. All right, but but random thought. Okay, I think part of the decline of boxing has been since HBO no longer carried the sport. Do you think boxing is in decline? You know, we had a boxing segment on the show yesterday. Did you? Yeah, we did. You had a boxing segment without me. Brought our uh, our expert on. You had a boxing segment without me. Well, you aren't here. I don't. I don't um, program the show when you're in. Like, let me tell you I, something. You know, we do a lot of things differently. If I was, yeah, dictating the show. Let me tell you something. What? Tell me. First day you're not here. Yes. Three hours of Penn State. Two can play this game. Two can play. I'll, I'll break down wrestling. We'll talk Bo Nickel. Uh, we'll get into yeah. hockey. Well, like you know, Roman Bravo uh, Young is 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 entering into like the UFC arena, like as an amateur, but he's he's entering into that that realm. Lee. RBY. First show, LeVar's not here. I want you to book a yard duty from the campus of Penn State. Get him on the air, and we'll talk two segments with that person. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah. You want to play that game. But it was uh, a great segment, too. Rhett, Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook well, up on Game I'll Presents. be the judge of that. You, know, you got to go listen to it. No, it's like finding a pair of panties, uh, you know, that aren't that aren't yours. Whoa. You know, it's like I, I don't want to see that. I, I don't I don't need the proof. I don't need any sort of well, other you evidence. Finding a pair of panties yeah. that aren't yours. Yeah, it's what just are like, you, what uh, do wait, you wait, wait, where do these panties? come from? You know, like, like, what are these? These aren't mine. It's just, yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable. I don't wear but, panties, my G. You know what I mean. Oh, but okay. I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from. The point is, <laughs> you HBO. You got these days, you know. H- that, is, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> are they satin? <laughs> Are they lace? You gotta be like, careful. You gotta ask. You know? By the way, you gotta be uh, not my panties. You do, <laughs> what you mean? You gotta be careful. You want to talk? You want to talk about it on, on the radio? Like you said, you hey. missed all of us. Yeah, you, listen. You got some stuff to get off your chest. Uh, but <laughs> in regards to HBO, yes, and the NFL, yes. So there is this. I, I guess these are the stipulations 
these are uh, these regulations teams have to fit into in order to be an HBO hard knock team. All right. So the way this works and the formula goes as such, a team doesn't have to be on the show if any of the three rules apply to them. They have a first-year head coach in place. Mm-hmm. They have a playoff berth in the past two seasons, and they've appeared on Hard Knocks in the past ten years. Hmm. So when you factor all of those in, but somebody has to do the show. Yes, hmm. you factor all those in. Here are your candidates potentially for Hard Knocks based on this formula that the NFL and HBO have come up with and concocted somehow years ago. Mm-hmm. The Jets, the Bears the Saints, and the Commanders. Those are your I candidates. think all are very interesting. None more than the Jets, of course. The market, Aaron Rodgers, Woody, all everything in Salah. Like, that would be the most entertaining. Yes. Um, I don't think you could go wrong with the Bears. I don't know how mainstream uh, appealing that, that one would be. Uh, I think the storyline behind ownership changing in in Washington would make for a really, really interesting hard knocks. Uh, But at some point, you can only maybe leverage that storyline so far. I mean, Chase Young, is he ever going to be the same? I think we're wondering what's going to happen with Chase. Doesn't seem like it. Um, The quarterback situation, Eric Bieniemy coming there. There are some some strong storylines that you could develop in Washington. New Orleans is, you know, that's not as attractive if you ask me. Like, what are the storylines out of New Orleans other and, than Carr going and, there? And, and Derek Carr is a, a super nice guy. But you that's know, probably not made he, for for HBO TV. And, and, and also, we saw him on Hard Knocks on about to say, a, a couple years ago, yeah. and and the highlight was Antonio Brown burning, burning his, his feet, feet off, off in a cryo yeah. chamber uh, and like, coming to to camp in an air balloon. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, yeah there, there's With that, his feet all that burnt fun up. stuff. Look, the Jets would be option A, and the Bears. There's some storylines there. People feel like Justin Fields is the guy, and so you've got some stuff going on there. I actually believe that if the sale of the commanders had already been finalized, they would be the team that the league would want in hard knocks. Because if Dan Snyder is still the owner and they did the deal, that would make it even more interesting. You think so? But I, I don't. Hell yes. But I don't think the NFL wants to showcase anything Washington Commanders. Yeah. If the sale had already been finalized and they had gotten this deal done, I think this would be an opportunity for the for HBO and the NFL to present the new look Washington Commanders. They've rid themselves of this awful guy that nobody likes, the and now pariah. the direction. Yeah, now the direction of the organization we're headed in, and all the other things that come along with it. It's Ron Rivera. It's all of those those storylines that come along with it I I feel like Washington would have been the one the Saints I'm, again just not sold on it not but, sold on Chicago not sold on the Saints Jets and the Commanders are clearly the two strongest candidates yeah, yeah those uh, are the two so so but apparently uh none of them want the job they don't want to uh be featured on hard knocks you know like not uh not interested in uh, in where we're going. Maybe they got to rethink their formula. Maybe you open up to the because you know Jerry Jones would want the Cowboys on Hard Knocks every year. Like he would absolutely welcome the idea of of having the the Cowboys on Hard Knocks every single season. 
So maybe you do that. Maybe you start adjusting some of these formulas so we can actually get a team there. And I, I also wonder if it's just run its course as well, too. Like it's possible. Because we've got so much access to the NFL now that you almost don't need hard knocks because you've got all of these other documentaries and shows and, and programs and things built around the league. I just wonder, look, I would like them to be in Detroit. I'd love to see the Lions on hard knocks because I want to see how many more people are gambling in the locker room. That's what I would like to see. I just think content is always going. You know, I'm in the content game. Content is what always. What up, content game? Oh, geez. That's always going to be king. I just think they have to get a little bit more creative in how they make. Like 24-7, excuse me, um, Hard Knocks almost needs like a revamping of the approach is what I would say. Don't change the the format in terms of how the you know it's narrated and and just the quality of of the shots, but I just think that it needs to they need to kind of figure out a way to revamp it. Because I just think people have lost interest in it because you don't really I don't feel like you're really getting the real thing from these franchises. It's what they want you to see. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't go down like in twenty four seven, whatever it is that Floyd was doing, he was giving he was literally giving you all access. And yeah. I think that's what it was called when he went to Showtime was all access. Like if it's all access, then people are gonna watch it. But fluff pieces that are very well produced people will watch it they will be interested in it because that gives them their football fix but you're sitting there watching it like man you're giving us what you want us to see a little watered down now it's just very i think that i think it became so watered down because nobody wants to expose what's really going on that it's kind of like a soap opera like i don't want to see this mess like i want to see what's really going on i i get also the first year head coaches not being a candidate for this because if you're a first year head coach you're trying to get everything together and get everything buttoned up and and have some sort of a direction for your team i can understand why having a bunch of cameras there could throw you off a little bit like that should be the one you don't have a bunch of cameras there anyway well i'm just saying like that that should be the one to where you're a pro coach first year head coach you're a pro you don't need all the distractions deal with it you're a pro coach yeah well you know what i mean you get paid to do a job and it's at the pro level so maintain professionalism is what I would say. That's you, all. You remember when I think it was Juan Manuel Marquez on twenty four seven drank his own urine. Yep, I do. Yeah. I remember that. And they said that because uh, he didn't want to lose any of his nutrients. Yep. You know because he was. That's like, exactly what he was. Whoop. It's like, hey, what dude, he was doing? you want to keep your nutrients? Uh, like, go get a salad and like wring out some of your sweat on it as a dressing. I mean, whatever like, you know it what I mean? is, whatever it is that you needed to get that nutrients from that you're drinking and you're, you're you know, that you you could have just got that same item to eat, right? Or drink. Yeah, like, like, like just, just replenish I, it with the same thing that you use to put it in there. I don't want to, I don't want to lose anything, you know, from my workout. Then okay. You, then you went out then, there and got your ass kicked. Yeah. Then, then go, <laughs> then go dip your wings in your BO. So if that's was, what you're really worried about, you don't lose anything from your workout. You was drinking your own potty and got your ass whipped. <laughs> so how does that work? God, that's was foul. That, was that wasted? That's, <laughs> that's foul. I remember when people thought it was weird that Moises Alou 
used to urinate on his own hands because he never wore gloves as a baseball player. And he used to urinate on his own hands because it would toughen him up. That's a that's much more acceptable to me than drinking your own. That just feels foul, and it feels like a bit over the top. It feels like you've got a fetish, and you're looking for say, a way in. That kind of goes down a road that I don't want to venture down. No, I don't either. Yeah. Not me. I mean, I can only imagine what his, uh, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in the, the adult lane. You go <laughs> down you the adult lane of, right. of how he wants to, to do his nutrients and Take, all that stuff. Yeah. It might, might get a little... A little sketchy. Find out how flexible he is. I mean, if he's doing that to try to be the best at. Okay, let's go to break. Well, I was just saying, because you got to like, uh, when you're doing like some of the road work, you've got to really, <laughs> you got to really like, you know, make sure your body of, is. A lot of hamstring stretches. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot, lot of back stretches. Sure be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. With Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox, weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Let me ask you a question. Is it stressful for you to drive a show? Like, not maybe not stressful. Maybe stressful might be too strong. But do you have, like, a tad bit of anxiety when you're going to do a show and you're driving it? Never. Never? Ever. Man, I get it's anxiety, weird. bro. It's so I, fun. I, I get anxiety running when I was running this show. Like, when I run up on game, I have zero anxiety. But when I ran this one, I, I like felt anxiety. I don't know. Maybe it's because I ever, just don't do it often. Well, did you ever get anxiety when you played football? Hell yes. So you got in- You ever see my fingers? <laughs> my fingers, man. Oh, you bit them down. I'm the, a biter. Yeah. And and my 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 that's like when my nerves, like my anxiety kicks in, I bite my fingers. I know it's, people are sitting there ooing me right now and saying that's gross, but it's truth. It's I anxiety. Get, I get like so, and you don't even realize you're doing it. No, yeah, because it's just it's just the anxiety hits. Like I was feeling the anxiety Friday and Monday, man. I just I, like I, to come in like on Friday, Monday through Friday, and and even even on Saturdays, like I have you know TJ will run the show every once in a while. I just like being able to comment off of what's set up. You know, but when you got to set topics up and and guide it and this, that, and the other and, and transition it the right way and do the reads. And I was looking at my reads. I was, I was, <laughs> I had to, I had to read. I was like, this is Jones. I was like, that's <laughs> gust of wind in here. Just don't mess it up. <laughs> don't, don't mess up the read. Don't yeah, try I to get know, through man. the read. I, I just, for whatever reason, uh, radio, I, I've never gotten nervous. I've huh. never gotten anxiety. There's never, I get excited. I don't, I don't know. I just have never. It's the same thing as hell, when I when I was uh, when I was doing music when I was in the band. I would get like a little anxiety or nerves and the second we started all gone bro i'd be sick gone. to my heart i'd be sick to my heart before a game like they'd be going out to do whether i was a captain or not i'd be like please let the offense go first please let the offense go first Please let the office go first. I didn't want to go out first. Really? I don't know why. I think Josh Allen still throws up before every game. Bro, I, I just didn't I just didn't want to go first. I never wanted to go first. Yeah, but once you were out there, it was... Oh, first hit? Yeah. First play? It's over. Yeah. Yeah. First play, it's like, all right, let's rock. But but up until then, it was like, oh, S. See, what's, oh, S. What's weird about that is they tell you... The only thing worse than getting your ass whooped is waiting for it to happen. Mm. And you were the one whooping ass. Yeah, but, you know, when you're looking at dudes that are like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, <laughs> 300, like, first off. John Runyon. I had to remind <laughs> myself. I had to remind myself of the Trey Johnsons and, and, and the, the Trey Thomases and the John Runyons and the Larry Allens. I had to remind myself because I, I look at these athletes today. I told you I, w- I went to, to a Penn State game and I was at the Iowa game with, with Q. And I was like, my God, like what? Where? Like these people are aliens. 
they're not they're just not even from here they're just not from here <laughs> from I, eating all that cornbread i guess I guess <laughs> <laughs> but it's just the wildest to me it's the wildest thing to have to comprehend that this is who you have to deal with for four quarters Every once in a while, every once in a while, the boogeyman really shows you that they're real. Like, every once in a while. Like, Larry Allen was a real boogeyman. Like, he was real. Like, Flozell Adams was a real boogeyman. He was, it was real. And they were on the same offensive line. Like, it was just, they were real. I mean, it was just, it was just very daunting before a game to sit there and be thinking I got to go up against them or you see a running back and you're like man there's Edger and James like there's Edge right there Peyton standing right there talking to him like F like this is who we got to deal with today you know what I mean like it just and my your nerves be so my nerves were really really bad And then once I got in and and made like and not even made a play, just that first play where I got to put my hand on them and they got to put their hand on me. I'll say the one time it's interesting. It was my rookie. It was my rookie year, and we were in Dallas, and they had talked about how intense the rivalry was and this, that, and the other, and and Larry Allen came downhill on me and hit me. And and I couldn't breathe. Like, and I saw the sweat. This is when I knew I was in, in like a real, like this is a real game against a real dude. The sweat came off of my jersey. The man knocked the sweat off of my jersey. And I was like, ooh, ooh. And I went back to the huddle, and they're like, you good? I was like, God dang, bro. <laughs> I was like, but but after after I got through the God dang, you know what happened? I started laughing and, and was like, all right, game on. I gave Larry Allen a few. I gave some pretty big dudes. I gave them, I gave them, I gave them all they could handle. But yeah, I just the anxiety of it all, bro, like just you had to deal with you know a, like a lot of emotion. I was dealing with a lot of emotion on Monday and Friday, man. You know, you know what's weird though? You're such a chill guy. Like you're so relaxed that it surprises me that you would that you feel anxiety going into stuff. What about when you had kids? Were were you anxious or nervous uh, when your kids were about to be born? Um, I was anxious. Yeah, I was anxious because you never want you never want anything to go wrong and and that's why I was anxious like I wanted to count their fingers and their toes I wanted to smell them like I wanted to hear them cry to make sure that they were you know everything was okay because you know the one thing the one thing that really really has you like antsy and anticipating is is she going to be okay is the baby going to be okay? Yeah, I didn't feel any of that. Dang. I just I really, I don't know what it, I don't know what was wrong with me I, well, just, well, I mean, what were you thinking in the moment? All right, cool. He's healthy. Um, I mean, they're... before he's here, though. Like, you're saying, yeah, like, in the, during the childbirth, just... like, how are you feeling during the childbirth? Yeah, whatever. Damn, well, Jonas. I don't, I don't know. Like, there were just, there was no, my whole thought was, all right, now he's here. He's breathing. 
everything's intact. All right, so what's the next step? Yeah. And it was just sort of like uh, I there was not even close to crying. Not even there was no like no real emotions. It was just kind of eh, whatever. Like let let's go. Let's let's get this done and let's let's be good at this. That was that was my whole thought. I don't know. There might well, be something wrong with me. Uh, I'll say this: there could be something wrong with you. Um, but at the same time, we all handle things differently. Yeah. You know, I I was always nervous. Always nervous. Just even if I'm like chilling, I'm still always. I just always have anxiety it's the weirdest thing man I, I stay having anxiety but i don't show it a lot of uh you talk to even the guys who fight all the time or you know the guys like ufc fighters or boxers who fight all the time you it would be hard to find one of them that says they're not scared before they go out because and these are that that'll take short notice fights like this guy Donald Cowboy Cerrone is a UFC fighter he just retired recently he's going to the Hall of Fame never won a championship but one of the most f- uh, loved fighters in the history of the organization and in MMA because he fought everybody was willing to fight everybody short notice didn't matter two days notice two hours notice he would show up and fight and it would be a good fight every time he said he was anxious and nervous every single time. And on the way out to the cage, almost every time he would say, I don't want to do this. Mm. I, I don't I don't want any part of this. The nerves, the anxiety you talk I, about. Yeah, I would never go as far as to say I was scared. I never felt scared. It's just uneasy. Just the anxiety. Like, I got to hit this big mother effer. Like, I got to hit him. He's going to hit me. Like, we're, we are about to thump. We're about to thump, LeVar. LeVar, VAR, VAR, let's go. We thumping. Like, I'm on the inside having an all-out conversation with myself. Can I get him? Is he going to get me? Is it going to hurt today? Oh, it's going to hurt. Look at that mother effer. It's going to hurt. Oh, he's big as hell. Look at him. He's bigger than what I thought. God dang, why is he so big? Like, you're looking at these dudes across the way. They coming onto the field. It's like, dang. And then every once in a while, not often, but every once in a while, you see the crowd. Not often, though, but every once in a while, I would see the crowd like these big mother effers out here. We about to get this thing in. Look at all these goddamn people. Look at all these people. You want right. to is you, you mentioned Larry Allen. Yeah, man. Six, three, three, thirty five. Yeah. Big dude. But big norm, dude, right? But normal. Can compared to nowadays. Normal. Nowadays, he would be viewed as an undersized tackle he or was, guard but he was viewed as that then Six three three thirty five. yeah he was viewed as undersized back then and just a murderer ain't nobody like him ain't nobody like him there probably will never be a lineman like larry allen that ever plays the game and then what he bentley can you look up what larry allen benched i think it was like 700 pounds i think he threw out uh, like 700 pounds at the pro bowl or something like that uh, let's go I mean, live. he did it he did it in the weight room in dallas too though his his largest one his 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 um, largest amount was in I believe in in their facility. Let's go live to Larry Allen Spotter lead to live for the latest Lee. Yes, that is correct. I am looking at him benching seven hundred pounds 700 right now, pounds. and I believe uh, at the combine it was two twenty five forty three times. Oh my god, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot, man. <laughs> forty three times. I mean to comprehend that. 
I've seen him lift. I've seen him do. do I was at that Pro Bowl when he was lifting. It's crazy, man. 225, 43 times. Bro, it looked like he was like lifting a kid weight. Oh, my God. It looked like he was lifting a kid weight. And I don't think he had like super short arms, did he? Uh, Not super short. Cause like some he's of not the- super long though. He's a little dude. Oh my god. He's kind of like a little dude. That's hilarious. Two twenty five, forty three times. There's just so much going on in that man's body. I guess because he was assassinating people, bro. A Hall of Fame, multiple time All Pros, eleven time Pro Bowler. He was assassinating. Yeah. Dudes. What a great career he had, man. Damn, he had a great career. Started there with was the a Cowboys. couple of them, though. There was a couple of them that you you just, man, you just didn't want to deal with them, man. <laughs> just, just, uh, yeah, so uh, the great Larry Allen, 225, 43 times. How many times could you throw up 225 right now? Um, well, I've been doing sets with 225 for 10. I, I did four sets of, of 10, so that's 40. Um, imagine multiplying that. The one set you did four times. Four times. Yeah. I just don't have the muscle stamina like that. I don't – I'm not a I'm, – I'm a sprinter. Oh, I don't have stamina. I'll, I'll fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Allen was a freak show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, oh, 